What's up, guys? Tonight, I had the pleasure of sitting down with my buddy, Jared. Uh, This is the first episode of my podcast, and it's the first episode with Jared, and definitely not the last of either. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Tonight, we're talking about our study abroad experiences, as we both studied abroad this past spring semester of 2019, and we dive into our struggles with expectations later in the episode. I hope y'all enjoy, and I hope y'all can just pull something out of this episode to apply back to your life so you can learn something and just be more happy. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoy it. What's up, podcast? Uh, This is the first official episode of Zach States the Following, and today Zach states the following with Jared Holler about we are going to discuss our study abroad experiences as we both studied abroad this past spring semester of 2019. Um, So first off, Jared, I would like you to introduce yourself. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. So first, you're in college, you go to BGSU, and you are going into your junior year? Technically senior year, yes. Technically credit-wise, yeah. Third year, came in with credit-wise, came in as a sophomore, so it'll be my senior year. I have about a year and a half left. Gotcha. uh, Majoring in finance and accounting. So really fun math stuff that a lot of people enjoy. Yeah. So if you missed my introductory episode i am a double major in mathematics and math education so look at us numbers people here just oh yeah it's a good time shooting the breeze uh so with that let's get started um so jared where did you study this spring so i went to norway i went to oslo norway um got there in january and left uh may 31st so i was over there for about five months it was it was a fun time. It was a good time. Um, so we'll start kind of, we will go give an overview first of like your experience, you know, when you first got there, any adjustment that you went through, and then I will go through my experience in Luxembourg, and then we can talk about like things in general together mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. things that we learned together, yeah. and maybe the conversation will take us, you know, maybe I might jump in and we can talk about something deep or get into something while you're talking, I don't know. We'll see. We'll play it by ear. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, so the program I was with, it was an exchange program, so I wasn't with anyone else. I went over there to Norway by myself, didn't know a single person, um, and lived with other exchange students uh, from all over, people from Germany, people from Pakistan, people from um, uh, Colombia, Brazil, Australia, the UK, the U.S., I didn't have a couple of U.S. friends, and um, yeah, so it was very, very hard at first, uh, not knowing anyone in a single country, really, you, you, you realize how lonely you are and realize how important human connection is when, when there is no one speaking your language in general. Everyone speaks English, but no one speaks it in everyday conversation, and um. And so it was a big adjustment. It took a while. It took at least about two weeks to get used to that. And, and yeah, I met people, and, and that helps out a lot and stuff. Plus, in Norway, when I first got there, there was about six hours of sunlight a day. The sun would rise around 10 or 9, no, probably 10 or 11, and set at like 4. 
So, so that was a big adjustment that you don't realize how important sunlight is and sunshine and the, the time the sun was up, it was just cloudy the whole time. So, mm-hmm. um, it was funny once you actually had sunshine or whatever, you would see people just standing out in the sunshine, just soaking it in because it's so important. And especially in Norway, they're so big on nature and outdoors that it, it was nice to experience that. And then moving on and, and going through my classes and everything I had, I took four classes while over there. Only four? Yeah. Okay. Which is full time over there. That's what all gotcha. bachelor students take. And did, was it like a, um, you know, Monday through Friday, you had one class each day or two classes each so day, I had, like two classes, two days, two classes, yeah, the other two days kind of thing? Their school system's a little weird or like different. I would say, I want to say weird. I was just say different. There, I would have, my classes were two hours and 45 minutes, but within the, and I had, so I had four classes. I had them one day a week and they were two hours and 45 minutes with two 15 minute breaks. So a total of two hours and 15 minutes. And I, my two classes, I had two finance classes and they were accelerated, which meant that I had them twice a week instead of once a week which then meant they ended at the end of February instead of ending at the end of April. And then once May comes, May is all finals. May May 1st through June, I think 15th or mid-June was finals. You just had your finals. So your two time. finance classes were done, like your going we're, to class in person was done at the end of February. At the end of February, yeah. And then and you then, had, to, you had so a two-month break before you took your finals in May for those two classes. No, so those classes I took... The finals. The finals in March and April. Okay. Um, so you were essentially done going to class for two of your four classes at the end of February. Correct. And then my other two classes were both on Tuesdays. So then I had... Wednesday through Monday Wednesday, to travel? I had Wednesday through Monday. I had nothing going on other than class on Tuesday to travel from March, April, and then May was just final so I have no classes in May and then I left at the end of May. So I basically had three months of just full travel time. That's insane. Oh yeah. It was I didn't I know you talked to me about this like while you were over there, but I didn't geez OP. <laughs> yeah, people don't realize like how much free time, time I had. Have. I had so much free time and it was honestly it was bad because I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't have I didn't have a sense of responsibility and I didn't have a sense of meaning because I didn't have that responsibility or what to do. Yeah. Um, and so it was hard finding that and it was a great challenge to do that, but, uh, really helps you look internally and figure things out internally and everything like that. Uh, and then, so traveled to nine different countries, 13 different cities. Um, that was a high five and yeah, for those of you who can't see us. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I got to see and experience so much. I had 31 days of total travel time. Um, and I, from the beginning, since I went over, since I got on a plane to go over, and since I came back May 31st, I was on 24 plane rides, uh, which is a Damn. lot. Yeah. I was so tired of riding on a plane. I, crazy. I, I should I, I should track the hours. I should figure out how many hours, hours. I was on a plane. Mm-hmm. But if, if you take out all of January and all of February, so you just track from March till the end of May when I came home, mm-hmm. the plane rides 
you I only subtract four. So I have 20 plane rides in three months. Well, and it, I mean, because being in Oslo, like you're in, that's Scandinavia. Scandinavia yeah. So like that's an island basically of itself. So you have to take a plane. If you you take get a back plane to, anywhere if, you, if, you, if, get, if I'm going to Central go to, Europe. Yeah. 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 So I went to it's Stockholm and I took a train because it's in Scandinavia. It's a, yeah. And then, but I went to Tromsø, which is in Northern Norway. Yes. But I had to take a plane there mm-hmm. because they don't have trains going up there. Yeah. Uh, and I think that is, that's the only place you could take a ferry to Copenhagen, but I never went to Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you can take trains and buses anywhere within yeah. there. You can take a bus, but you have to, it's just, it's so long and flights are so cheap. Yeah. Um, the one flight, the cheapest flight I got was a one way ticket to Budapest and it was $17. There you go. Yeah. That's close to my flight for spring break. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you can think of? Just summarizing your experience over there. You came home. Came home. Week, I came home for Easter, which was Easter. so nice. Um, yeah. I love being with my family. I'm very close to my family, and I was missing them a lot. So I was I was able to find a four hundred dollar round trip flight home over Easter. So I was home for about ten days. Um, that does not inc- that those ten days are not included in my thirty one days of travel time. So if you include those, that's forty one days. Yeah. Um, and so I came home for a week during Easter because. I mean, I don't have any classes, didn't really have anything to do. Yeah. And then other than that, I had, my mom came over once and she came to Stockholm with me. And then I had a group of friends that came over and they just kind of toured Oslo and, and did that. So. And you had me. And I had Zach. I met Zach in Berlin and met Zach in Amsterdam. Ooh. Uh, sweet. So you good? Well, I'll talk about yeah, Luxembourg. Yeah. Um, so Lux, my experience with Luxembourg was much different, a lot different mm-hmm. from yours. Uh, the program is very, very different. So the program I did was through Miami University. Um, Miami University actually has a branch campus in Luxembourg. Uh, so, I mean, the example I give just because we live five minutes from a branch campus of Ohio State. So like Ohio State University has the Ohio State branch campus in Lima, uh, they have one it's, in Marion too. Yeah, it's the same concept there. You know, Miami has a branch campus in Hamilton in Middletown, and it's the same thing except it's in Luxembourg. So, like for me, and we can talk about like kind of the expenses for you, but for me, because it was a branch uh, <laughs> campus, like all of my scholarships transferred, all the credits transferred, which is the same for me. Yeah, yeah. So it was there was literally because it was a Miami to Miami thing uh so there was no there was nothing that was complicated about that in that regard um with the being a miami program we had miami students go so there was 94 of us miami students that went and you're just with miami and i was just with miami students and i think that is a huge difference in our oh, program. Oh, it's a huge help. So, I mean, I didn't yeah. necessarily know a lot of people. There were, there were a few people that I knew before going over. I had met before, you know, the year and a half I had been on campus in Oxford. But there was really no one that was there that I was, like, best friends with. So, which I, I enjoyed because I got to get to know more people. Um but it became a very close knit group. I mean, I we all said like it was it was like being back in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to know a lot about everybody by the end of the semester. What do you think brought that on? What? What? 
brought on like getting you guys so close? I think being in the chateau every day, so that kind of goes with our class schedule. Uh, the chateau is the just a small flex here. The chateau was the castle in Luxembourg that we had our classes in. Um, and every Mondays for sure, ninety five percent or more of the students were in the chateau because we had a mandatory class on Monday. Um, so I think having that and having lunch at the chateau every day brought a lot of people in and you know it's one building and we have like the basement of the chateau where everyone hang, hung out and and or in the library so i think you know everyone being in the same space mm -hmm. all the time monday mm -hmm. through thursday when classes were you just talk to people mm -hmm. and then you know traveling with people every weekend kind of brought that any relationships you made during the week at the beginning of the semester, you got closer right. throughout the semester if you traveled with them. Uh, so the class setup for me, I took, I think like, at the beginning of the semester, I was taking six courses, five or six classes, and I had one of those was a sprint class, so it was done after eight weeks. Um, so by the end of the semester, I was taking four we'll go with four it might be five i'm not sure uh but we had class monday through thursday um and you had friday through sunday off to go travel and yeah so definitely not a wednesday through monday ordeal like you had but it was something that we had three days to travel and some people elected to skip class on thursdays and get a fourth extra day but something that was also nice about the spring semester as far as travel is concerned is the spring calendar for us was insane with the amount of like holidays we had. Because mm -hmm. um, we had like our spring break butt up right against, right up, our spring break was immediately after a Miami organized week long travel week kind of a thing so my we did it was like per class so that mandatory class that we had on Mondays went to a city for a week my class went to Vienna Austria for a week and it's like that week was right before our spring break which lasted a week so we essentially had two weeks off from class uh and then like a month after that we had five days off for the May lot. first yeah, holiday like we just had a lot of days off um which was nice for travel purposes so that was kind of a setup like i can't really think of anything else that stands out but based on what you were talking about where'd you go and when'd you come home <clears throat> oh okay so i left when the semester started so we got there january 28th is when i flew in and we had like a week orientation kind of thing it was called integration and that was you know, Miami had organized a lot of different activities and events for us to get used to life in Luxembourg and used to life traveling and taking trains and stuff like that. So the adjustment as far as like, how do I take public transportation? Because that's not a thing here in good old Lima, Ohio. Oh yeah, that was a big adjustment for me too. So, I got lost on the train the first day. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you miss your stop? I got on the wrong the the wrong line because I'd never taken. A, yeah, a, a metro ever, before. ever once, but it was like someone was just telling me where to go, and everything's in Norwegian. So I'm like, That's well, true. I don't know what to do. 
so that integration was nice. It helped make things easier mm-hmm. for us to get used to just and like, daily meet everybody, life, daily and... life, and meeting everyone. Like they had a lot of like, um, I don't know what you call them. I mean, like team building activities. Yeah. You know, like first day of class, stupid stuff. But whatever, it got us to know each other. And whatnot. so was it really that stupid? No, I guess not. I'm grateful for it. Uh, so I got there end of January. And then our finals week was three days in the middle of May. So I f- flew out. Our last final was on May 16th, and I flew out May 17th. Yeah. And, or no, last final was May 15th, flew out May 16th. So I was there for three and a half months. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spent a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah worth it but it's been a lot of money we're definitely worth it a lot of money uh did go to nine countries um let's see i'll list my nine then you can list yours so i went to i lived in luxembourg i went to france multiple times went to uh, belgium visited brussels I went to germany with you we yep. went to berlin i went to Austria, so I did the week-long study tour in Vienna with the class. I went to the Netherlands to hit up Amsterdam with you. Um, went to Ireland for five days. Went to the Cliffs of Moher and Dublin. Uh, went to Spain twice. I went to Madrid for a weekend, and then I did my spring break in Mallorca. Beautiful place. And then the last country I went to, which was the first country I visited when I was there, was Croatia. I went and saw my friends skate. Oh, did you count Luxembourg. Luxembourg in that? Yeah, that was the first oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, pay attention, man. Oh, sorry. It's all good. Um, so, yeah, that, those were my nine countries. You? Um, nine countries would be, well, got some, got some Norway. And then went to a place I went to another city in Norway so that was my first city but then went to Germany went to Germany and then went to Stockholm Sweden uh, Netherlands Amsterdam four Um, where am I at Netherlands Amsterdam then I went to Italy um I went to Budapest, Vienna, or Budapest, Hungary, and then I went to Vienna, Austria, and then Ireland, and then I went to Canary Islands in Spain. So, that's part of Spain, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's nine. So and then Rome, I went to, or not, Italy, Italy I went to Rome, Florence, and Venice. Um, Germany, I was in Budapest, I was in you Munich. Really I am really, really screwing up my cities. <laughs> it's been like, yeah, it's just not good at all. Uh, Did you even study abroad? Come on. It's questionable at this point. <laughs> um, I went to Munich and, and Berlin when I was in Germany. Two different times, but went to those two places. And in Ireland, I visited. I went all the way, all around Ireland. So I saw a lot of Ireland. Favorite place? Favorite city was Rome. Second close, a close second was Vienna. I would live in, I would live in Dublin. I would live in Ireland. Okay. Um, 
yeah. That's what I would have to say about that. I would, so what did you just do? You just did Favorite City? I did I did Favorite City, but v- I did, so Rome's Favorite, but Vienna's, like, right, right there. there. And then Favorite See, Place. I didn't think that about Vienna. Like, it was pretty. I think it was just because I was with that class. And yeah, like, I was by myself, and the weather was perfect. The tulips yeah. were blooming. Like, oh, it was, because we were with the music, it was with a music class, so we were doing everything music-related. Yeah, so I did, And, yeah. like, meh. I mean, the piano factory I thought was pretty cool, just because, like... Did you guys go to the huge, the huge gardens? The, um... By the, at the castle? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a picture of that. Um, so we went there. That was, that was gorgeous. Yeah, it was... uh, I could spend... You could spend... A a week in there. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. Oh, my gosh. The house. Oh, my... The house. The castle is so big. Yeah. Yeah, it's not small large it's very big and then the gate like all the way up the hill yeah that's yeah great. i walked all the way up there yeah, that's, that's a long that's a that's, that's a hike it's a, a hike yeah and but you have a really it's a gorgeous view to oh, the yeah. city for sure um <clears throat> but i think just because it was so many music things like it was i think that was kind of a turn off for that yeah. city for me uh, i enjoyed the concert that we went to at the concert hall in vienna that was that was amazing that was awesome but other than that, mm, yeah. my favorite city was Madrid. Architecture was just stunning. Yeah. Madrid is, I just love Spain. And you know Spanish. I do. I was able to dabble in Spanish language a little bit. Uh, which I think that's something too. Like that brings up a good point of just like, I think that helped i think that's why i like that city well that's why lot. i like I th- that's I why think, i like dublin as much or ireland as much yeah, as i like them because english. it was english yeah it's there just, wasn't as much of a language barrier you know with, oh for me in spain because like i took six and a half years of spanish so like i knew what things said like what something said and i could talk to people and have conversation um, it is 10 times nicer when you're able to do that yes oh my gosh uh, living in lux and trying to speak french I could do it at the end of the semester, but... Could you really? Yeah. A little bit. I mean, I, maybe not necessarily speak it, but I could read... Yeah. I could read signs. I could read street yeah. signs. I could read things at the grocery store. I could... Yeah. Somebody could talk to me, and I'd be like, mm, I think I understand you, and make my way. Like, I could read all yeah. the bus things and the train mm-hmm. stuff and stuff like that, so... Which is huge. Now... Is it great that it clicked, you know, a week before I left? I would much rather have it click a week after I got there. It's but true. It's all a learning process. Um, and then you said a place you would live. See, Ireland is so pretty, and you had good weather. I had perfect, had perfect weather. weather. So, like, if I had Ireland weather, yeah. it would be different. Ireland weather sucks. But I had sunny weather yeah. in Ireland. That's a bit skewed. Yeah. Because, like... I saw somebody wear a sweatshirt that, and when I was there, was wearing a sweatshirt that had, like, clouds. It had, like, the weather of Ireland, and it had, you know, the days of the week, and each day of the week, it was just rain. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, see, this is why I couldn't live here. Yeah. It's so pretty. No, it would it's be very so pretty. I think it would be very hard for me to live there yeah. because, I mean, that's probably why they're all they drink so much it's just because it rains all the time yeah. um it would be very i think it, it would probably be very hard for me to live there with the weather yeah um but 
Yeah, that when the one tour guy said, what did they say? If it's not raining, it's because rain is coming. Yeah, yeah. It's be if it's not raining, it's because it's about to rain. Mm-hmm. It's just that's it does that. I mean, whether it's summer, fall, winter, yeah, fall, or spring, it doesn't matter. The place I would live, I would definitely go to Mallorca. In a heartbeat, like I when I was there, I was like, "Yep, this, yep." This is it. Never go home. Just stay here. I'll figure it out. But head class, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, it was just so pretty. Like you had the water, you had the beaches, and you just right. had you had the mountains on the island too. Oh yeah, I mean that was like so Gran Canaria. Pretty. So pretty. Yeah. And you know, the Spanish language, although it's a different dialect, which I struggled with, but it's not like I would. That's something I could get used to. Yeah. Um. So yeah. What, I think we both struggled adjusting. I think yeah. my adjustment was a lot shorter. Mine was only two days, two or three days. Well, yeah, you had people that you knew. I did. You had people you knew. You had so you, people you talk English with. You had people that you could communicate with. You had a host mom. That was mm-hmm. the difference. You had a host family. Yeah. I was on my own. Um, so, I oh, want to dive. Oh, oh, Oslo. The Oslo. expenses of Oslo, <laughs> Luxembourg, same way. Freaking and 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 Luxembourg, but you don't have to buy food. Uh, not very no, much. I did not. I was I was very strategic in the way that I got my food. So part of the Miami program is the host family has to provide breakfast, and and you had a good host mom. I sure did. Love her, Moira. Shout out to Moira. Um, yeah, I, throughout. I would say halfway through the semester, I transitioned, like I turned breakfast because I started intermittent fasting. Yeah. And so I didn't eat breakfast. And so I just took the breakfast food and because I love, 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 love breakfast. I took the breakfast food and I ate that for dinner. And then, like I said earlier, lunch was at the Chateau. So like I really didn't have to buy food. But man, if I did, if I went out to eat, it was expensive. It was like 30 bucks a plate. Oh, easily. Yeah. 20 bucks was cheap. Like that was like yeah. If you what could, are you fi- doing if you could find life? a meal under twenty dollars, yeah, at a restaurant, you'd be like, well, I mean, I'm going here every day. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the one of the big struggles was that I didn't realize was just going to the grocery store, and how so? And nothing's in English. Oh yeah. And you're like, I mean, it's. Did you refrigerate so, your eggs? I always refrigerate my eggs. So we did. I didn't. Why didn't you refrigerate your eggs? You just don't. You don't need to. Like they would just stay in the cupboard, and they're easier to cook. It's it's amazing because do you I, not refrigerate your eggs now? I do now because I don't know if it's safe to not refrigerate because you have to refrigerate eggs here. But I think well, it's no just like eggs so... were eggs were refrigerated in Norway. Interesting. Mine weren't. It was know. great. It was great because there was like room temperature, so it took less time to yeah. cook. No, I mean I've I've Beautiful thing. cooked eggs before that. I, maybe I like they were out for a little bit, so it was like a lot cooler. So much faster. Yeah. So much faster. Yeah. Any, um sorry to No, it's just so the Norwegian language is a combination between English and German. So it's kind of um um a, a <laughs> mix. That's disgusting. Well I, I don't know if that sounds like that, but I know like that's what like it like the it the writing like, and mm-hmm. like that's actually how it came to be. Like old yeah. English and German mixed those two. Yikes. Um so some things you you see commonalities. You mm. can see like peanuts. You can kind of tell how it's peanuts, and <laughs> Norwegian language. But it's just 
you go through and you just, you didn't, you just take for granted, like, oh, I can look at the back of this label and understand what all the ingredients are. Mm -hmm. Or I can, I, I know where the chicken's at, or I know what chicken is and I know what all this is. And it's, yeah it was just because I first got there and I, then I was like, oh shit, <laughs> like this sucks. Although, you know, I guess for me, it wasn't. It didn't take long because I knew, like, I know what type of food I like. Same. So, like, yeah. you, you see it. So, I can't think of it now. But, like, chicken. Like, I knew the word for chicken right away because, like, I saw chicken. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I'm going to need to know that word. I, I, you pick it up pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I went, I walked through the grocery store. Kind of, right. I used Google yeah. Translate to some degree. Uh-huh. And after like a couple eggs, days. Eggs or oofs. Like, for. Yeah. No. In French. If I pronounce that right. Probably not. It's. um but yeah so but i just remember i mean i didn't talk to anybody i had no one to talk to i didn't know anybody in the country for four three four days and that was was hard it was it was a struggle because Mm -hmm. i had i had a conversation with i think someone had like the student union at the complex place i lived yeah and I just talked to the the person that was working there just to figure out like kind of what's going on and everything, and I just remember like that made my day just having one conversation in English, that like that that was that was it. I was like, okay, I'm good. Like I can, I feel so much better because the the uh, the amount of loneliness you feel when your language isn't spoken and you are completely alone. You know, no one mm-hmm. within a nine hour flight of you. <laughs> yeah so like i don't know I was, oh i at that time i no, was like i wasn't yeah there. and yeah, and right. then it's dark at four o'clock mm-hmm. and you have nothing to do that's like honestly that just it sounds depressing oh it was and well i remember getting like, did there did you get like did you go into a funk or anything like i know i i, I was just down i was just getting through it i was i was exhausted from traveling and, and flying mm-hmm. there and everything yeah. and i, I want to say i was just yeah, I was down. Like I wasn't like happy. Yeah. But I was. I was. Ne- I didn't regret it. Like I was still, like yeah, this is sucks, but we're get we're getting through it. We're gonna we're getting through it type of thing. And then, um, then met people from the university because they had stuff going on for the first week and stuff like that. And that was just oh, so it made everything so much better once you finally made some sort of friends. Mm-hmm. Um. But when I first got there, this was awful. So I got there at 11 o'clock or something like that. At night? No. no. So at least it was sunshine. Yeah. Or light out. And uh, I found my way to get my keys for the apartment. Surprisingly enough, I don't really know how. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I did not know how to work public transport. So then I got on the next metro that came because I knew it was the direction I needed to go. But it was the wrong line. And then rode that for about 20 minutes. And I was like, huh, this doesn't really seem right. This was only supposed to be about a five-minute ride. <laughs> and so got off at the one stop that doesn't have another line going on it. So I had to wait for it to come back or wait for like... The next one to yeah. come. <laughs> like, so I had to wait like 15 minutes. And I'm sitting there with... I just Harder took a, a nine-hour flight. Yeah. Barely slept. I, I don't even remember actually. And I'm sitting with all my stuff. And I'm just exhausted. I I don't understand anyone. I 
I I'm getting I have to get to my apartment and then I can only use Wi Fi on my phone mm-hmm. and I don't have Wi Fi in my apartment. I have to go get that still. Oh, and so I'm just like this oh my gosh. So I finally get get there, get into my room, don't have sheets because I have to go buy sheets. Um decide, okay, I'm I'm gonna go get my Wi Fi just because I want to get that I want to be able to have that for the for security comfort yeah, yeah, aspect yeah. of it. So I went and got that. I hooked up an Ethernet cord to my laptop because mm-hmm. they suggested doing that, and then looked up where to go and get it. And then I don't think I got lost on the public transport when I got that, which was nice. That's good. Yeah, I was like, it's, it's, there's a success. This is a pers- <laughs> that's good to have, like, to you know, have that little victory. Oh yeah, yeah. A little victory that early. Like once you like see the store, you're like. I made it finally. <laughs> and wait, is that is this the store? Is that what that, that says? <laughs> yeah, just like check it, double double check and everything. And yeah, um, and so I slept that night, and I I had a mattress pad, I had then like one of those foam cushion Next things. Level. No, like under the mattress pad, like the mattress pad is oh, a white thing. And then, okay, yeah. Um, and so I slept in, and I couldn't figure out the heat. So I'm in Norway in January. <laughs> Couldn't figure out the heat for the first week, <laughs> so, so I uh, so I slept. I I slept in a sweatshirt and sweatpants and socks, with but they were like the boot socks, so they're the nice and warm ones, yeah. and actually two pairs of socks, and used a sweatshirt for a pillow and used a mattress pad as a blanket. That was my first night. Okay. Yeah, mine was much different. <laughs> So then went and got bedding and everything the next day and slowly made little wins <clears throat> yeah. throughout. But yeah, so it was, a, yeah, it was a big struggle, especially at first and kind of throughout the whole time. I was ups and downs, which, I mean, which we I, both, we, we yeah, both had that. I know, I, like, I remember vividly my first like true struggle with the adjustment because I went into the semester and I... You had high expectations. I had high expectations for... Like, I was going into this semester, you know, like, at, in Oxford, I have a very select core group of friends. I have, like, my math cohort, um, just people that are in math education major with me in my group, graduating class. And then I have, like, a small group of, like, friends with, basically, from my freshman dorm. Yeah. And then I have other people just scattered about across campus that I'm friends with. And so, like, my goal for this experience that I was going on that I just did was to make good friends. Like, another group of friends, I was hoping to do predominantly guys just because I... Struggle. It's not that I struggle to make friends with guys. I just just don't like it. I I guess I gravitate more towards women and Mm -hmm. trying to create friendships. It's easier. I mean, I get, easier degree. for me, I guess. I don't know. Like that's, but that's just how that's it's been. Point. That's no, how I've been. You've my always whole life. been like, like I've always yeah. been like that, even in high school and middle school and elementary school. So like, I wanted that was kind of a mission of mine was to make like really strong male relationships, and uh, like I got there, and after a couple of weeks, like I just like there wasn't really anyone that I was like yes like these three guys, these four guys, I just like, let's do it, you know? And part of that was me, part of that was me. Like I'm very picky on who I'm friends with. Oh, yeah, I mean, me too, yeah. That's just how I am. 
and part of that was just the other people like they just weren't the type of people that I want to hang out with and it was a struggle just because like it was it was a battle between you know sticking to like my values and my beliefs and who I am which at that time was I was still trying to evolve into and I'm still doing that but I have a better idea of who I am now Um, but I was still trying to go through that process of figuring out who I was and not compromising on those values so like I would there would be situations where you know I think I thought I was going to go hang out with these people because I was going to try to get closer with them while they were doing things that I didn't necessarily want to do and it was just like that decision of like do I do it to try to make friends or do I not go because it's not something that I want to do and I'm not going to compromise my beliefs on and in the end like I think that not going was the right decision oh yeah I would agree because like I want like I'm going to stick to who I am and let people be friends with me for who I am not be friends with me for trying to trying to be a different person that fits with them yeah if that makes sense yeah yeah so that was a struggle because after you know three weeks it just wasn't it wasn't clicking mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of time it's just and that's to, the thing for those like, people to find each other yeah, yeah. and just, i mean everyone like it was 94 of us trying to figure out Who's, 93 other people yeah you know who is who are we going to hang out with who are we going to get close to so like and i i just i think i had such high expectations and i thought it was going to happen at the drop of a hat and it just didn't and you know i really struggled but i talked to some people like i talked to some close friends you included about it and just it, i was made aware that like i had really high expectations about that and when I when those expectations aren't met, I really beat myself up, and mm-hmm. that's something that I, I remember. Really you st- worked on that. You were working on that. Yeah, and that's yeah. something like once that happened, I was like, I need to like this is something I want to buckle down on. And more so, and not even on. just in friendships, just in everyday relationships. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just everyday life, like not necessarily yeah. like relationships not working out or something like that, but just you know not expecting to get an A on a calculus three exam, not because I'm I don't know the content that really was probably the reason but just not not having the expectation just going in and just like you know doing it as best as you possibly can and 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 accepting what happens yeah have the expectation of i prepared like if you want to have an expectation say i'm expecting to prepare the best i possibly can for this the rest is really out of my control in a certain sense yeah which and with tests and stuff it kind of is in your control but it's not yeah yeah so that was that was good just because like that was a semi early yeah struggle mm-hmm. and it was big like it was it was something where I was able to sit back see what was going on talk to some people reflect on it and then say okay yes this is something I'm going to work on mm-hmm. and it ended up working out great like by the end of the semester I had a good group of friends and there are going to be people that I reach out to in the fall when everybody gets gets back on campus and I think that there are some people that I will stay close with from the semester and that's exciting like it's crazy to think like looking back I'm just like why did I focus like why did I struggle with that just be patient and things will work out 
you just got to be patient with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, somebody like Jay Shetty, somebody, I mean, I bring him up all the time with you uh, that I listen to. Uh, he always says, like, things will work out in the long run, but not always in the way that you expect it to. Right. And I think this is a perfect example of that. Yeah. Well, don't beat yourself up then of saying, no. like, why did I not, why did I let that happen yeah. or something? Just be like, I mean, I just didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And I think something else this, like, this semester really taught me is, like, because when I was going through that, I was like, okay, is there something wrong with me? And there might have been. You know, some people probably thought that I was insert something here. But I think throughout this semester, I really learned to, you know, grow as a person and become the best, become a better version of myself. And to continue to strive to be the better version of yourself. Continuously learning to try to better myself. And I learned to be comfortable in my own skin and to know that, like, I am living my best life. I, I, believe I am right now I'm the best version of myself now I hope to get better tomorrow I hope to get better in the next 20 minutes but if I can live with that then like I guess it doesn't really matter how many friends I have or who comes into my life because I know the people that come and stay are going to be the best for me well and that the, that they're there for you yes yeah, you're not putting on a, a, a face and so you don't have to act or pretend on anything. No, I yeah. can just genuinely be myself and I know that the people surrounding me that are with me are with me because they enjoy who I truly am. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such an empowering feeling. Mm-hmm. I yeah. That, I mean, what else can you strive for? A lot of things. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, so but it's crazy yeah. like but you had to go through struggles to find that yeah, it didn't it didn't come I mean, out easy no and it yeah. was i mean it was it took multiple failures at building a relationship it mm-hmm. took you know trying to hang out with someone and just not clicking and mm-hmm. it took going and actually hanging out with someone and realizing yeah this isn't my type of crowd right and, and it took that loneliness and like yeah. the, the struggle and you had to be okay with being alone mm-hmm. before those things happen and I, that's happened i went through that too i I went through it way before I went to Norway. I mean, I, I went through that in high school. Yeah. Um, is when I really like kind of did the similar thing of just like, you kind of have to accept being alone and accept like, you know what? I'm going to be who I need to be and who I believe I've been made to be. Mm-hmm. And then people are going to come. Yeah. But you can't expect people to come. Like, so I kind mm-hmm. of expect, you just, nope. you need to do it. Yeah. And then you need to be okay with, with, with it and then at that point people will come yes but you're not gonna see it until you accept that people might not come yeah if that makes sense it's it's, it does make sense to me it's really weird how it works it's very interesting it's Um, the same thing of like you have to be willing to give something up before you fully have it yeah 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 so i mean and the lonely like i mean i don't I'm trying to think if I ever felt lonely while I was there. And I think it was during this, like that struggle of trying to figure out like the whole friend, like relationship mm-hmm. thing, friendships mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like that was the only time, but I think traveling solo really helped with that for me. Just helped because with... the whole loneliness yeah. aspect, I learned to love to be by myself. Yeah. Traveling alone, you know, tra- when you, 
when I can go to a different country for three days and function, survive, be happy, enjoy the hell out of life by myself, like, I don't know how much, it, how I can get much better than that. Mm-hmm. You know, like being, loving who you are when you're by yourself is such a powerful feeling just because like that is how you like that's how it's going to be for your life granted you could have a partner later on in life but you're always there's always going to be a time where you're going to be by yourself Mm -hmm. and if you hate yourself when you're by yourself that's terrible well that's when depression comes in anxiety exactly um addictions like drugs and alcoholism and stuff it's just you're not happy with yourself Mm mm-hmm um, you're not happy. You don't really know why. It's probably because you're not happy with yourself. Yeah. And so you're turning to other things to find that happiness. Mm-hmm. And that's when you need to look inside yourself and, and, and recognize what the hell's going on. And then you need to fix it. And that's so hard. It, yeah. It's and, but, so hard. But the thing is, life is hard whether you do it or not. So it's like, are yeah. you either going to take the initiative and, and do it? Or is life just going to be hard to you in general? Well, and I would argue that like, it's hard to do, but once you do it, life becomes so much easier. Yeah, well, in a certain sense, but sometimes it's actually even harder because you actually have to make the decisions. You have the knowledge now. Mm-hmm. You have the response. You have, and it, you kind of have the responsibility for it. Whereas if you're if you're ignorant to it, so you're just letting you life have the responsibility. And you have to make the decision, but you're happy. Well, so then it, that's it, where it makes but it easier. But happiness doesn't make it easier. Just because you're happy doesn't. I think it makes. I think there's an aspect to it. It makes like, it better. It makes it better. It makes it more enjoyable. But that doesn't mean it's it easier. It easier. That's true. That like true. like a good workout does not mean easy, easy workout. workout. An no. easy workout is not a good workout. Correct. And so it's a, I, I I believe it's the same thing. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. Yeah. So, but. It's so hard to do that. I mean, it is. I've been working well, on it for the last fifteen months, as I've all, been, as all of you listeners know. Yeah, um, I I've been working on it since I've been in high school. Yeah, I've been doing stuff. That's years. Yeah, yeah. It's and, I mean, and, and there's all definitely honesty, like it's it's gonna be a process for the rest of our lives. Well, correct. The, like it's it's a never that, ending that's a thing. Core part and, of you and I, and the thing trying to grow ourselves. Yeah, and the thing is, a lot of people. Um, they see that and and they ask, "What's the end goal? Like, where's the stopping point?" There is no exactly, and it's it's the stopping points when when you're perfect, and and I'm and you you you'll never be perfect, mm-hmm. and so there's always something you can improve and always something you can do better. Yeah. Whether it's well, I think I can like maybe it's loving someone the best as possible, and you can love this person the most that you can right now. But in six months, you might be able to love them more and you need to work on loving them more. There's always a higher capacity of love, of patience, of kindness, of, of happiness, of what, na- name the virtue. There's always a higher capacity of it. Mm-hmm. And you just have to continue growing in it. Yeah. And it's, it's the small steps. It, yeah. It's always the small steps. If you look at the finished result or if you look at someone that's been doing it for five years, you're like, oh, how, how the hell do I do that? And it's, it's the day to day. You don't. You, that's not you can't what, measure it every single day. You don't you don't measure it every single day, and you don't know those person's flaws because no. they know their flaws. Uh-huh. And maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Well, that's also another if, thing. To, if if they're a virtuous person, they, uh-huh. they, they, they should. They should. They should. Yeah. One would think. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. 
uh, which I know something like some things you go through or like are experiencing or like figuring out. Like I remember, like yeah, I remember when I like I was going through that and trying to figure out how to. What's in like? Give me an example of that. Like we'll say, we'll say with the expectations thing. Okay. Of just like something like I'm. You recognize like wow, I have these expectations or whatnot, and I didn't realize it and that all these things and and then you work on it mm-hmm. and like i remember because like there's certain things that when you start out everyone has common things that they struggle with mm-hmm. and it, it's getting rid of those and you can see it especially after going through it then you can see it in other people when they're starting to go through it yeah and so it's, it's really interesting and then it it just like you you can have empathy like it's not that i'm judging you it's just like like dude i was there like and I still am in a certain degree and, yeah. and I still struggle. We still like, like you think you fix expectations, give it six months. You're going to have to continue working on it. And, and it's, you can have empathy and, and that's just, you're, you're part of, you're together along the ride with each other. Yeah. And that's literally, that is the sole purpose of what I'm trying to do here with, you know, with this podcast, with the stuff I'm doing on Instagram is just sharing my experiences and hopes that you know i can pick up people along the ride mm-hmm. and you know i've gone through this we'll stick with the expectation thing like i've gone through it you've gone through it before i did probably mm-hmm. a couple of years at least before i did and you know when i facetimed you when i was going through that and just like man i'm really just struggling like you had great words of wisdom right you just shared what you went through yeah well i shared what i went through but i was more of like i helped you realize what you were going through yeah it it's, that, that right there is half the battle it's right just like recognizing it's, exactly what's going to like what's happening when you're talking to someone and they're like struggling or whatever you don't tell them hey this is what you're doing wrong this is what you need to fix no because they're gonna be like oh what the hell? Like, I, you don't know or yeah, you have blah, to be, whatever. You have to be the empathetic person to, and say like, yeah, you know, like yeah. this, I've been there. I've been where you're kind of at. Maybe not this exact situation, but, but the, yeah. I, like going back to the expectation thing, like I've had these expectations with this and I get it's not the same thing, but it's kind of the same underlying issue. Yeah. And but maybe but this even, is kind of what you're going through. Yeah. So you can say like, maybe this is what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And but usually I don't take that approach. I take the approach of trying to help the person look in of what is the problem. Yes. Because maybe I don't know. Maybe I think it is expectation. Maybe it's not. Yeah. So I'm gonna continue to inquisit and to ask questions to help them Mm -hmm. figure out what is going on. Which you are very good at. And and but I used to be I sucked at it before. (laughs) Like that. But it takes practice. That's the thing. Like like people will see it like. Now, like I can quote different things or I can quote videos or I'm very good at like inquisiting and, and just continue asking questions and, and working and helping people walk through, walk through it. Yeah. That didn't happen right away. Mm-hmm. Like that happened after, okay, this is a good strategy or I, or I recognize it. And so it's continue refining it. And the more I do it, the better I get at it. It's the same thing. The more you shoot a basketball, the better you're going to be able to shoot the basketball, of course, if you have good form and those types of things, those yeah. things in place. Like there's a, there's a, um, there's regulations in a certain sense of how to shoot the basketball. Yeah. Like you, to, to, to be the best at shooting the basketball, but within those regulations, you're able to make it your own and, and do it. And so it's the same thing when doing things like inquisiting and helping people walk through things is, 
yes, there's these rules that you kind of like kind of need to follow in a certain sense to be the best. But within that, you're still your own because then you get the freedom to, oh, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this because I have those stipulations set up. Yeah. Because I know like what is the proper form. Yeah. And so it's, um, and what, what, what works approach. for you, you know, going to that basketball example, like what, what, what form and how you shoot the basketball works for you isn't necessarily going to work for me. Well, but it's going to be within the same it's gonna ha- form. Like, yeah. Like but it's going to be with the there's same. Gonna be, there's going to be small differences right. because it's not, yeah. we're not the same person. We haven't there's gone still through small the same experiences. But you're still playing the same game. Yes. Yeah. And I think to draw it back to like more life oriented things of just like, you know, what works for you to get through your whole expectation stuff that you were going through in high school. Like it didn't, if you were just to say like, here's what I did, you should do what I did mm-hmm. and your problem will be fixed. That's not necessarily true because I'm a different person, but it's, it's, Oh, I see what you're saying. It's you saying, here's what I did. And you know, I think because I know you so well, this, I think you you might be able to pull something out of this specific aspect of how I went through this. Yeah. And or you don't even say that. You Here's what I did. And then I then have to say, okay, I see what you did. Maybe I think I think this aspect will help me. Mm-hmm. Or I think what and you touched on this earlier, just like pointing it out. Like, oh, I think this expectation thing actually has something. Okay, how can I, you know go inside myself and really think about how to go about resolving this expectation issue. Yeah. Um, and that's just, I don't know if that makes sense at all, but it yeah. made sense in my head. Um, it's hard. It's hard. And that's why like, I don't like to give advice mm-hmm. because I can only give advice based on what I've done. And the things I've done and how I've solved issues, for the most part, are well, that, that be is giving different. advice. Yeah, the, I mean that well, is. But like, you don't like to I tell also, people. I don't want to tell what, people what to do. What to do? No. But you want to give them advice on like different ways. But I don't necessarily want to give advice on what they should do. I just want to. My goal is to just here's what I did, here's how I solved this issue, which is from what the sounds of it is kind of a similar issue that you're having. Here's what I did. If you want to pull something out of what I'm telling you mm-hmm. to use that in your life. Which can be which can be very good, especially if, if you're talking with someone that has like a bunch of pride or, or someone that um, doesn't, isn't really looking to fix anything necessarily. Yes, that's, that a can, that can, that's a that's good tactic. That's a good tactic to, to work to, with those kind of people. To maybe just get a little bit in there. Yeah. Which, because uh, I normally, I give advice. Like, I'm just going to be like, yeah. I'm just going to tell you kind of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to question and help you. And then I once think, you realize it, then, yeah. but I also don't normally talk to people with a ton of pride because people with pride don't usually like me because I just, I'm, I just don't deal with them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's another good point, and we'll finish up on this point, um, is knowing who you're talking to. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, and being able to then communicate with love yeah. and how they're best going to receive the message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and working with that. Yeah. And that's a, I mean, that's a process, process in itself. Oh, that is, that is how to do that. And that is one of the big, that is one of the hardest you, things. Yeah. Because it could, if you can master that, yeah. 
think of how many people you could help. Yeah, but it's a hard thing to do, and it's that's where the small steps, and you just you just take a conversation at a time, or you take things at a time, and mm-hmm. and it's just it's a slow process, but it is a wor- it's, it is a worthy process. Yes, it is something that you can hang your hat on at the end of the day. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was good. It was good. Good first episode. Yes, sir. And to think that, like, all of these lessons that we just talked about stem from, you know, just an expectation thing three weeks into a study abroad experience. And here we are now. I mean, that would have been mid-February, five months later, just seeing how much I've learned from that and how much I've grown from that moment mm-hmm. because and, of that moment and because and, of that and struggle. Then, and then the, everything that comes up from that moment that, yeah, I still need to work on that. Yeah. yeah, I'm not very good at that. Yeah. And that recognizing, like, yeah, I've came a long way. I still have a long way to go. I'm not perfect and all those things. But that's good. Like, that's, yeah. that is that's not a bad thing. No, just being aware. Being self-aware being, being of where aware. you're at. And, yeah. you know, you, and, and there being, is room to grow. And, and like... And like recognizing, I'm gonna I'm gonna fall at some oh, point. Oh yeah, yeah. And being excited that, for that fall. And well, I don't know. I'm being excited. But, I'm excited for the failures. But be, for the failures, something. but not for like, like doing something that's like terrible. Like you, yeah, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, 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 like I'm excited to learn from that. Yeah. But I don't I don't want that to happen type yeah. of thing. Like once it happens, then I'll be able to. I want to be able to accept it, and I want to learn from it. And I know it's pro- I know it's gonna happen, but re- yeah, recognizing where you are, and and then, and kind of going from there, and and recognizing how imperfect you are, but how we are all, how we all are imperfect, and we're and that's okay, and that we're going through this together, and and we're we're here for each other, or at least we should be. Yeah, and and if you have if you have your life in order or if you're striving to be the best person that you can be, then you're going to encounter all those other people that, and you're going to be able to help them mm-hmm. because you recognize how imperfect you are and you're able to have empathy then as well for those people too. Yes. All right. So one last question I have for you. What's one piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Hmm. That's interesting. Um, we're not very old, but I there's one piece of no. That's a good question. I see it. Mm. Oh man. Um. Huh. One piece of advice I'd give my younger self. I don't have very many regrets, so it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. I I don't. I, but I would. I guess I would say. Just content. Just continually continually learn continually continue continue learning i love that yeah i love that awesome all right well until next time that was a good conversation thank you sir yep hey guys i am so grateful for you listening all the way to the end of this episode i hope you can pull something from this episode to learn more about yourself and just to be more happy in life and i hope you all continue to support this podcast and support this journey that we're all on together until next time.